Mike's Daily Podcast. Okay, whose bright idea was it <coughs> to put flaxseed? Mike's Daily Podcast. Flaxseed meal in my drink. <coughs> That's not a good idea, I don't think. I think I'm going to choke at the beginning of this podcast. But if you blink, it might be over. So there you go. That was the beginning of the podcast today. Mike's Daily Podcast. Woohoo! Yay! So it's FF episode 2294. Mike's Daily Podcast. Who's the guy that directed the Guardians of the Galaxy? His last name's Gunn. Mike's His brother Daily was in Gilmore Girls Podcast. He played the guy yeah. who had all these odd jobs all the time and made all this money. Kirk. Is that it? Kurt. Something like that. Anyway, Cafe Anyway, we're at Cafe Anyway somewhere in Podcast Valley in Pleasanton. Um, Flaxseed Mail supposedly has Omega 3s in it. Yours truly, Mike Matthews, is on a quest to get as many Omega 3 fatty acids in his body. (sighs) It's (laughs) Flaxseed is not the best. It's it's uh, it's not it, it's it's all ground. It's a very fine ground particle, and not good for when you are recording a podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton, the last place on earth. At any rate, I bought some more last. I finally got to Costco, and I'm not going to read anything from the Costco connection on this podcast. Just so you know, it's not going to be a super long. Sometimes my Saturday podcasts get amazingly long, and this is going to not be. Because I have decided to... Oh, now I wish I had grabbed that Costco connection. Okay. Cafe, okay. I mean, cafe anyway. Last night, I was about to leave Costco, and I said to the... And here's today's podcast picture. The podcast picture is not of Costco. It's of a beautiful spot in Pescadero. Pescadero State Beach, which I went to. I call that Basil's Cove, that area, because it reminds me of the late, great Basil the Boxer, although he and I never went there. I did take his little box that he's in now there with my lovely lady friend, and we took some pictures, and... And remembered him recently. It was a beautiful beach. Oh, Basil would have loved it, though he never was there. Although I don't think he would have liked all the little rocks, all the all the beach pebbles everywhere. So speaking of dogs, last night I am there in Costco, Fremont, supposedly the busiest Costco in the world, and I am trying to leave. And I, I go, I say to the lady as I'm, as she's looking at my receipt to see that everything in that mountain that I'm pushing in my cart is what I purchased. And I said to her, um, how come it says 60 bucks for the sardines that I bought? The package of sardines, it says 60 bucks. And she goes, well, you didn't buy a package. You bought a whole, you bought, you took a whole display box. The box that had the multiple packages in it That were like I think they're like Seven or eight bucks each now You you took the whole thing You took all the There was like six boxes in 
little box, but you know the the packages you're typically buying, you had them all. I bought too many. I bought sixty dollars, and so I go. I I don't want that many. I just wanted one package, so I had to go to the the desk. But it's right there. I was there like right at the end of the day, so there was nobody there at the desk at the return desk or whatever desk. The the desk for idiots like me desk. So I go there and they're working it out and giving me my money back. And suddenly I get a call from my lovely lady friend who never calls me. We text each other, but she never calls unless I'm on a trip or something, which is never happening these days. And we'll get to that later. But so she uh, she she calls me and I know something immediately is wrong. And she calls and she goes, my love, we have a bit of a situation right now. And I'm like, uh-oh, water heater's blown up, roof's caved in, aliens have landed, terrorists have taken over, what? And she says, oh, there's a dog that's walked into the house, just coming, and the only door that was open was the back door, and he just walked right in, and there's this dog. I'm like, well, uh, you know, be careful. Because you, you you get that information You're thinking maybe the dog's going to bite you or, or you know the Whoever it is on the other end of the phone And she goes no the dog's very nice And I go well I'm I'm an hour away I'm in Fremont To get back to Podcastro Valley On a Friday night I'm It's going to be like an hour And I still got to get my stuff in the car I've bought all this amount of stuff in this cart This cart is full of Costco crap and she goes, okay, well, I'm going to walk around the neighborhood and see, knock on some doors and see if this dog came from somebody's house close by, one of the neighbors. So she does so. I drive home. I get there. And she says, yep, he's still here. And so I meet the dog. This dog is so friendly. I immediately name him Pedro because of Napoleon Dynamite. Vote for Pedro. And he's very kind. He's a uh, pit bull mix of some sort, completely black except for like a little white star on his chest, floppy ears, nice long whippy, whippy, whip, 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 whippy tail, knocking everything over. Uh, we give him some food. We give him lots of water. He's laying down. He's letting me scratch him, scratch him behind the ear. It was so nice to have a dog again. But at the same time We've got the two feral cats That we've rehabilitated rehabilitated, And they're freaking out He's already chased them Around the backyard So She does My lovely lady friend does some calls Finds out that Since it's 10.30 at night The only place open is a drop off At an animal shelter close by so I said, look, you know, she's my lovely lady friend is taking an online course and she's really tired and I, she didn't get any sleep the night before. I go, I'll take care of it. I'll take him over there. So I did. I dropped him off and I felt bad. You know, it just part of you is, well, I can take another animal in. Well, I, I like dogs. This dog is sweet. But in the end, I'm thinking this dog is chipped because, oh, he was fixed. I could tell he was fixed. And so, and he had a collar, but no tags. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valleyton. 
And thusly, I figure he's chipped. He's got to be chipped if he's fixed and all this. So sure enough, my lovely lady friend called the animal shelter today and said, hey, we dropped off a dog. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, we we found his owners. Thank God. By the way, the dog's name is Oreo. I had the wrong name, Pedro. But Oreo, I get it with the black and the white. That made, that made sense. So we don't know yet if the, they know who the owners are. I don't I hope the owners picked up Oreo, but at the same time, you know, what kind of owners are these that let their dog apparently from what my lovely lady friend found out this dog had been walking around Podcastro Valley for a couple of days the people that she spoke to said I recognize this dog I've seen him walking up and down the street hiding under a car oh you know what I hope these owners so hoping for the best but that was my Friday night situation Back to the guy that did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy And I guess he's done this latest movie the, Su- the Suicide Squad So there was Suicide Squad And now there's The Su- Suicide Squad And apparently There's a lot of characters from the original But they've as Some of the actors that were in the original Couldn't come back for this one But there's still uh, What's her name? Margot Robbie doing the Harley Quinn thing And there's a lot of violence in this movie And I ain't gonna see it But it's a I I think it's a Warner Brothers creation And I watched So I don't watch movies anymore I watch Honest Trailers (laughs) On YouTube And And Honest Trailers What it honestly does is Reinforce in me That I never want to see a movie again Now I have a girlfriend And that means I'm going to have to see a movie again At some point Because you know I am thinking outside Over here in the fringe world Of I hate everything coming out of Hollywood And my lovely lady friend Doesn't care Isn't as bitter And carry a grudge against Hollywood As much as I do So I'm sure At some point she's going to talk me Now she's talked me into seeing some good movies I'll admit Some worthwhile movies Every once in a while I'll go okay and I'll probably watch one tonight with her But I ain't, it ain't gonna be the, the Suicide Squad I don't, I can't tolerate all that Even though it's CGI violence It's still very graphic It's, it's, it's very, oh come on I don't need to see this But I guess it's a comic book And it's Warner Brothers, I think Trying to be all edgy because Marvel Comics The Marvel movies aren't as gross with the violence But they're trying to be edgy And trying to make a name for themselves And they figure if you want to watch the, the less violent stuff You'll watch all the Warner Brothers cartoon DC comic people On their CW channel I think that's what the reasoning is Oh and now it's on HBO Which leads us to Space Jam Oh and, and the gun guy Is it James Gunn that directed it So his brother is in it and apparently he's got a thing they, they noticed in Honest Trailers That between Guardians of the Galaxy Which was a Marvel comic book thing And this, the Suicide Squad Which is a DC Comics comic book thing So, you know, the two competing comic book worlds uh, That 
between both of those two movies that he did, one for one comic book company, the other for the other, or comic book world, that he hates his dad, or every character's got daddy issues. The guy, um, ooh, the, who who was the the one, the one from well, there's all those characters in Guardians of the Galaxy that have. Daddy issues And then you've got the ones In Suicide Squad With all the daddy issues So it was a very good point I guess This gun guy Doesn't Has a lot of issues With uh, You know Psychologically It's probably a Diagnosis That may or may not be true I don't know He also has some other issues too That I heard That weren't very good That he got uh, Thrown out there In the cyber world For some of the Questionable things that he's doing in his private life Anyway, Cafe Anyway Space Jam also Immersed in the Warner Brothers world The Space Jam 2 Legacy movie Honest Trailers was pointing out How every scene is practically A commercial for something It's all these ad, All this ad placement through the whole movie And promoting all the stuff that The Warner Brothers Owns which, by the way, I know at some point I owned stock in Warner Brothers. I don't know. So who am I to say? I made money through these guys at one point. I don't have them now. But, I mean, I didn't go out and buy it. I have a financial advisor, so that was taken care of. But So who am I to say? But I don't want to sit there and watch a whole commercial for... However long it is And pay money for it And watch all this ad placement And they at the, In the end Warner uh, They Honest Trailer said It was a big Long commercial for HBO Because they had all this HBO stuff Which is also Warner Brothers stuff And then there was all this Nike stuff And yeah And all your Bugs Bunny And whatnot. And But no Pepe Le Pew Because he's cancelled Yes Happy Le Pew, he's a skunk Now, here is your challenge You creative person, you Can you come up with a skunk That's not going to be cancelled by anybody Or drawn, you know, can it be In any way different People going to draw comparisons between Your skunk and Peppy Le Pew I'm Peppy Le Pew, so iconic Yes, it offends Uh French people And yes he's forcing himself On this poor cat And that's not appropriate behavior But (laughs) He's a skunk that everybody knows So can you come up With a creative skunk That's I guess less abrasive To our society today Who would have thought Skunks are really interesting animals too And I have run across many skunks in my life And well you know You know when you've I haven't run over skunks, no I have not run over skunks, thankfully I did run, you know You can't help when you're driving through the countryside And you'll smell skunk now and then And possibly an unfortunate skunk Gets killed by somebody on the road before you That's always terrible They're such cute little creatures But they're all their furry fur And I've got a cat that kind of looks like a skunk For Halloween I should... Put a little white down the, his back And he'll look like a skunk Because he's all black Put a little white strip down Let him walk around I would, you know, a little talcum powder 
Bad idea? Okay At any rate Didn't that happen to one of the cats In one of the cartoons? So if you're keeping track That's Of the Looney Tunes I think that's three cartoons We shouldn't Watch anymore We're not supposed to watch Pepe Le Pew Speedy Gonzales And the, the, the rooster Foghorn Leghorn Cause he was so offensive Was he His little interactions with Junior The little kid Little brain The smart kid Are hilarious Cause he's always trying to teach him stuff And he's not learning And he's always I, I can do this in half the time I'm more intelligent than you Yet these cartoons were made like in the 50s and 60s And it totally pertains to now Because the kids are so smart with all their technology And the parents are like, what? There's that? Or perhaps the parents aren't so smart I feel I've walked into a topic, a area of discussion That I should back out of rather quickly Omega-3 fatty acids So... Perhaps I need a vacation Is what this is all saying What this is all leading to Perhaps I work too much Um Oh speaking of which real quickly Something that I spoke about That I was trying to warn you about But apparently now Things have changed in a certain way that I find rather fascinating Today it was reported that Alameda County Superior Court Judge Frank Roche And by the way I'm actually talking to you from Alameda County at this time Somewhere in Podcastro Valley This judge has ruled the law uh, I'm sorry I, I didn't read the first part of the sentence Let me go back to that A California judge ruled yesterday That Proposition 22 a measure passed by voters last year I did not vote for this I said don't pass it But the rest of the California said yes pass it Voted last year allowing Uber, Lyft and other gig companies To classify workers as independent contractors Rather than employees The judges ruled that this violated the state's constitution and said that the law crimps the state's ability to set workplace standards Declaring the law unconstitutional And he wrote that Proposition 22 limits the power of a future legislature To define app-based drivers as workers subject to workers' compensation law Yes! Yes! All of the times... That you thought in those commercials, my fellow Californians, that the, the law, Proposition 22, was saying, oh, no, no, this is going to give Uber drivers and Lyft drivers more rights. It's going to give them what they want. It was actually all their deceptive and saying to you, nope, in real life, in the real world, it was just trying to get around what California wanted Uber and Lyft to do, which was to give more and compensate the workers more The people that work for Uber and Lyft My lovely lady friend Drove for Uber for a while So I know how I mean she rented a car and drove for them Not the best idea 
Well, I mean, I guess if you're making a bunch of money, it could be a good idea. But she was just doing a lot of driving, and at the end of the day, she had to pay for the car. And so basically everything she made just gone. And then she probably owed some. So this law was passed last November. So it's taken this long to find somebody to finally put their foot down and put this out in the news that this is all wrong. And this was wrong to begin with. Uber, Lyft, and other gig economy companies poured more than $200 million into a campaign urging voters to support the measure. The state law will likely remain in effect while expected appeals make their way through the court system. Gig companies initiated Proposition 22 because treating drivers, delivery people, and other gig workers as employees would add enormous cost to their business operations. The proposition created an alternative, leaving gig workers as independent contractors but giving them some benefits such as expense reimbursement and a health care subsidy. This ruling ignores the will of California voters and defies both logic and the law, an Uber spokesperson said in a statement. The company will appeal the ruling. DoorDash also supported the Proposition 22 campaign and said its workers had earned more and gotten new benefits since the law passed. Lyft and Instacart Another supporter referred inquiries to the Protect App-Based Drivers and Service Coalition, a group representing gig companies. This article from CNET. So that happened. Oh, and all of these stories I'm hearing lately, just kind of poking around the news lately about the breakthrough COVID cases. They call it breakthrough COVID cases where people that have been vaccinated are coming down with COVID-19, which they told us from the beginning. If you're vaccinated, you can still get COVID, but it won't be as severe. And we're hearing that as well. So, I mean, anyone's shocked that people being vaccinated are still getting COVID Well, they didn't read the directions. They didn't listen. That was always there, that possibility. It's not a wall to stop the the disease, but you are going to, your body is now ready for it and can process it better, supposedly. I hope I never get it, even though I've been vaccinated, but I just, wow. So meanwhile, in Alabama, where I used to live, Uh, I lived in Huntsville, so in about an hour and a half south of there is Birmingham. In Birmingham, there's a doctor working there that says, okay, you know what, since nine out of 10 COVID cases coming in here to the hospital, and this is, I guess, a general, I keep hearing this statistic all the time that the people infected with COVID these days now are the ones that have been unvaccinated or nine out of 10, except for these breakthrough cases that you hear. So he's saying, look, I have no sympathy anymore. I want no more unvaccinated people coming to my hospital. I can't spend all this time with people that decided, no, I don't want the vaccine. No, I've got COVID. I need to see a doctor. Someone needs to help me. 
He said, I can't, I can't wrap my brain around that. But a year ago, before the vaccines, he was happy to help and tried to help. And, you know, his heart went out to everybody. But now that there's a choice in the matter, he doesn't. So that's an interesting story that's out there as well. But, and then, oh, uh, the teenage witch, the Sabrina, the teenage witch actress, she's got it, even though she has been vaccinated. But she said she let her guard down. And, you know, her kid didn't have a mask on and she was at the the kid's school and didn't have a mask on and all this. So, yeah, keep your masks on, basically, despite what what some conservative talk show hosts will tell you. No, no, no. Just go ahead. Walk around. Get the disease. It's no big deal. And then they get the disease and they're coughing up blood. And I know this because I talked to a conservative talk show host the other day who told me this exact thing. That he caught, he got the, he got it, and yeah, bad things happened. And now this guy, even though he's still anti-vaxxing, he he's taking all this other stuff that's supposedly natural that his doctor told him to take. At any rate, maybe I'm working too much. Maybe that's why I'm ranting about all this. But when was the last time you tallied up your working hours? With competitive salaries, many professionals lose count of the time they spend working, especially since it spills into after hours, burning the midnight oil. The same goes with a new generation and growing market of freelancers who feel the need to be on 24-7 to keep their cash flow steady. Coined as overworking leadership development expert Will Elizabeth Whitaker Walker explains it's less of a trend and more of a societal norm. It's often confused with work ethic and performance potential. In days of old, it signified a commitment to a company and the ability to get the job done. Even though research suggests the contrary, it's an idea that many find difficult to shake, she says. When we push ourselves not only to, but beyond our limits of performance and health suffer significantly, if you're worried you're on the fast track to burnout, the the career experts have provided the all too clear signs you're working way, way too much and what to do. Here are some uh, signs that you're working too much. You can't remember the last time you had a real vacation. You're overworking. Seriously, think about it. When did you go somewhere tropical or fascinating and stayed logged out of your work email the whole time? I should have did that today. I got some ridiculous emails today. And it's a Saturday and I should not have even... I should... It's like, what? Why are you even emailing me? This is... And it was a coworker. It's like, you are supposed to be off on the weekend. I am supposed to be off on the weekend. What is going on? Why are you emailing me? Why am I responding to you emailing me? It may feel impossible to get away from work, but it's worth the effort. If work is making it tough, aim to take off at least a full week during your industry's slower season. You don't have to necessarily splurge on a fancy getaway, a staycation where you've disabled your work email from your phone can get the job done as well. You're skipping out on your friends. That's another sign. 
Sure, everyone gets pulled into a last-minute urgent meeting occasionally, preventing them from meeting up for happy hour drinks with a pal, but if your social life is basically non-existent these days, career and branding expert Wendy Weiner says it's time to restructure your priorities. Maintaining a work-life balance is important, she says, and there should be a line of separation drawn. Make the time to attend personal events, such as family dinners and nights out with your friends. And that should be important to you. Another sign is you're not sleeping or you don't give yourself enough time to catch the shut eye your body and mind need. Build your day around getting a full eight hours. Since you're not being productive, if you can only get four to six hours of sleep per night, sleep is an essential need, just like eating and needs to be treated as such. Otherwise, we will eventually suffer the consequences. You're suffering from hero syndrome. Are you collaborative? Do you allow others to help? Or do you lack the ability to delegate? Career expert and president of Ignite Social Media, Deidre Bounds explains being honest with yourself about some traits you have. Could cut back on the number of deliverables you place on your shoulders. Do you think you're the only one who can properly compete every task? Complete every task? Do you see asking for help as a sign of weakness? Do you thrive on saving the day, she asks. If the answer to any of these is yes, you could consider yourself diagnosed with hero syndrome and need to practice the fine art of letting go. You find yourself forgetting to eat lunch? That's another sign. If this happens, it's time to start blocking off time on your calendar for meals. Book your lunch break as though it were any other work meeting. What you put into your body fuels your ability to concentrate, brainstorm creative ideas, and remain productive, making lunch a necessity. Another sign you're working too much, you're dreaming about work. Yes, if you find yourself continuing office conversations, meeting with team members and redoing work you've already finished in your dreams, you're working too much. It could be an indication that you haven't allowed your brain to transition from workday to your personal time, probably since you were responding to emails until you turned the lights off. You can use the extra time to do some stretching, meditation, or other relaxing activity that helps get your mind off of work you should do this uh, about an hour or two before bedtime. Turn off your phone and your laptop. You never feel great. That's another sign. You feel okay-ish. Other times you're downright exhausted. Whether it's head or body aches, sudden weight loss or gain, and constant coughs or sniffles. Stress can wreak havoc on your immune system. Increased blood pressure and so much more It can literally live in your body causing pain If you're teetering into this dangerous zone Schedule rest on your calendar as you would anything else for work And when you can, add more movement into your daily life Even if it's not intense A midway, a midday walk around the block for example Or through your building Another sign is your attitude is negative if you're constantly focused only on your work and not able to shift your attitude to de-stress and decompartmentalize, then it is a clear sign you're being overworked. Consider putting up hard stop times with your work and stick to them. Hard stop. During the no work period, focus on 
enjoying other aspects of your personal life and take notice of your attitude and mood changes. Okay, and finally, um, and, and, you know, that's one thing I hate about people that go through lists and they, and with finally, like, uh, finally, I've come to the end of this list. So if you do that, don't do that either. But if you do, here's how you wrap it all up nicely by saying one other sign. The last sign that you're working too much is you're missing deadlines. Yes, there's all kinds of de- The more you take on, the less mental bandwidth you will have to compete, complete tasks timely. Instead, try focusing and saying yes to things that will ultimately move the needle and help the business as well as things that you are energized by. So that's a sign. Just time to unplug. And I got all that from theladders.com. Thank you, theladders.com, written by Lindsay Tigger. And the most wonderful thing about Tiggers is that Tiggers are wonderful things. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Tin, the last place on earth. Look who's here. Hold my Matthews, it's Shelly Stewart, gift shop supervisor. I'm selling flaxseed in the gift shop now. Flaxseed meal. Excellent. Flaxseed meal. Finely ground powder made from flaxseeds. Yes, Mike Matthews. Excellent. Look who else is here. Hello, Mike. This is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Wow, Mike, that's wonderful that you're trying to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, a study by the University of Michigan recently found that one hot dog can decrease your uh, life by 36 minutes. And you can increase your life by 48 minutes if you replace eating at least one, replace at least one meal a day that you would use, that you would eat meat in. Replace that meal with fruits, vegetables, and there's some seafood. Of course, probably the seafood. It didn't say exactly in this article I read, but it's more than likely seafood that's full of omega fatty three acids like the sardines. And the mackerel And the salmon So that's something to remember I think And yeah Avocado Has the omega 3 acids Flaxseed And yes The uh, Walnuts Have some as well And that's the end of the show I hope that helped You know We look at stuff In the world And so You know what I, I try not to get political On this podcast But this Proposition 22 was pretty crazy and insane and just goes to show with the whole proposition system. Now, when I lived in Alabama, I don't remember having to vote on propositions, but California, that is a thing. And I grew up in California and I've always seen propositions. I remember, uh, what's the big one? The Howard Jarvis proposition. Oh, was that 18? Shoot. Now that's the proposition I should know. Uh, out of all of them growing up in California It's the one where you Keep your Taxes uh, uh, Rate A certain amount And I cannot type Howard Jarvis's name For the life of me right now Jarvis that was a character From a Marvel movie Yes uh, The Howard Jarvis Taxpayer Association Oh 
Proposition 13 Sorry I had the wrong one Yes it's, uh, ta- uh, Property taxes Oh Reducing property taxes by 57% When it was passed in 1978 Dang So yeah that's always about You know property taxes In California And wasn't there a proposition we passed Recently that uh, Did something Okay This isn't really a politics podcast So I'll stop right here Next show it'll be the wonderful Benita the disgruntled fiddle player And the brewmaster Tell me what you think about anything That we covered today 336MM daily 3 plus 3 equals 6 MM is a Mike Matthews Daily as and what this podcast tries to be While Proposition 13 was intended To protect property owners In a time of rapidly increasing Housing values Proposition 8 was intended To give temporary relief To those who saw their home values Reduced in a declining market Uh, I guess there's even more to explore there If you want Do a search On the internet Because there's lots to read about I guess with that But for me For now I'm just going to say Welcome to the world Achilles Yes that is the son Of this lady right here Congratulations On your newborn And thank you for listening to the podcast. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. Over 38 minutes. Oh, I guess that was a long Saturday podcast. That was FF episode 2294 2294 Tomorrow between the hours of 9am and 4pm Pacific time I will be live on the radio There is a link to where you can hear me at our website Go right there now and you can click on it and listen to me If it's between 9am and 4pm on a Sunday And that is where to listen to that is at mikesdailypodcast.com and heck, you can even make a request 336MM daily That's 3 plus 3 equals 6MM As in Mike Matthews daily As in what this podcast has in its name MikesDailyPodcast.com Burger Master